0: podcast i'm court this is ashley and we're coming at you live from lake Winnipesaukee.
1: yes the travel pod continues we are in <laughs> new hampshire on a couple's retreat a literal couple's retreat yeah it's been really nice it's been very relaxing it's been you can do both to be honest with you absolutely yeah we came up sunday and rather than doing a lake weekend mm-hmm. we decided to do a little work from home moment sunday through wednesday
0: yeah and it's been perfect cuz we had sunday night to like have an, have no worries yep and then it's tuesday now and the past two days We've all worked from home together, which has honestly been, like, really funny. Like, if you were a fly on the wall, it's, like, all these people just, like, zoned into their laptop all right next to each other, like,
1: doing their own thing. On the uh, the balcony. You we were on the balcony. You were on the hammock. Yep. Joe was in the lake on a float. Yeah. <laughs> pretending to work from home. Morgan was out tanning. Yes. It was a vibe. Yes. And then as soon as 5 o'clock hits then it's we Corona close our laptops time. and it's corona time. Absolutely. Coronas, Aperol Spritz, Spicy Marks. Period. Holy Trinity, <laughs> as some <laughs> may say. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So today, uh, this topic was randomly sparked just because I feel like it's been a theme since we've been up here. Yeah. We started saying... This should be normalized. We need to normalize this. Totally. We need to normalize that and so on. And so today we're going to be talking about all things that need to be normalized. Some funny, some a little more legit, yeah. some hot takes, some things you may not agree
0: with. By nature. Just put it on our stories as well. And a lot of people had some, some funny things to say. And yeah. Some things that they probably do and fall victim to that they wish that everyone else said was okay. So...
1: Yeah, so we've been like collecting a list over the past couple days. So a little bit from us, a little bit from our house guests, and a little bit from you guys. Shall we jump right in? I think we should. It feels really quiet down here. It does. We also just got back from the boat from dinner, so I feel like we're in a very zen mood. Here we are. <laughs> the playlist on the boat felt very <laughs> movie esque. Yes. I feel like I say esque. No, I feel like I don't Something say esque a lot. Ask. I feel like I, I say always say um, this is straight out of a movie. As it should be. You're the main character, baby. <laughs> I am the main character. So first one, you guys all know how I feel with this, but normalize bedtimes. <laughs> normalize saying what the bedtime is. I had Mitch over the other night, and we were just chit-chatting, and I was like, all right, like, do you need to be home by a certain time? He's like, no, I don't have a bedtime. And then he looks at me and he's like, "Oh, you have a bedtime." Okay, I'll leave in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> and that was such a great way to end the night on a great no. I'm not stressed about going to bed late. Uh people know when they not overstaying your welcome. Yeah. And I loved it. Honestly,
0: that's like a hack. Even if maybe you don't have a bedtime, which I know you personally do, like mm-hmm. that's just a like, cop out to anything. It's like people just get it. Like you yeah. say that once and people hold on to that. And that saves you from a lot of situations, probably.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Love it. I love it, too.
0: My one applies to, this evening, normalize
1: wearing wrinkled things. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are in, uh, or we were in linen shirts and pants. It is so much work to iron so, your clothing.
0: So much work.
1: And especially if you're wearing linen, It's known to be wrinkly. So I don't even own
0: an iron. Well, when you iron something, the second you sit down or the second you start moving, it wrinkles. Yeah. It does look better when it's not wrinkled. Oh, for sure. But the logic is like, who actually cares? And then it's going to get wrinkly as you wear it anyway. So don't waste the energy or the stress on that.
1: I know. I totally, I couldn't agree more. Cause then there's so many things that sit in my closet and just never get worn, because mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna sit down at a restaurant or at work or something, and then I'm gonna stand up and there's gonna be wrinkles and creases everywhere. Yeah. Uh, next one's silly, but English muffins. I feel like they need to come back.
0: Oh my god, they really need to come back. They've been on a comeback in my mind for the past like four months for some reason.
1: Yeah, this was a childhood staple of mine. My dad yeah. would always have English muffins. Yep. So I grew up on those, but. I don't know if it's Trader Joe's. I don't have my traditional English muffins, but yeah, yeah, we had them this weekend. They're kind of elite. They're very elite. And I feel like there's a lot
0: of trends, and the trend right now is not English muffins. Like, for example, (laughs) sourdough toast. Like, that's a trend. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like three ingredient bagels. This is not my specific trend, but I know, like, there are certain things similar to English muffins really
1: three ingredient bagels
0: i see them all over instagram reels and tiktoks
1: oh we it's are like, on such different sides of tiktok we really
0: are. <laughs> <laughs> i'm on like health like that girl like it's things i don't even want to watch yeah but yeah
1: the worst is i so courtney and i've talked about how we have different we're on different sides of tiktok and nobody understands the trauma of trying to explain a tiktok <laughs> when the other person either is not on it or has no idea what you're talking about she's like you know you know that sound that's like duh, duh, duh. and i'm like what
0: are you talking about i like, was trying know. to
1: explain the age one guys i hopefully you've seen this but it's like and you know i'm 32 and then it's like damn yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other person you know gives a look and it's like oh so oh sorry but do you guys just hear how awkward that was explaining it? And if you have no idea what the TikTok is, you'd be like, "That I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's like not one following. of those you
0: had to be there moments.
1: Right. And like you can't. You, you can't, can't be there unless you're on that
0: side. Yeah. And then it's like, how do you find the TikTok that you are trying to talk about?
1: It's so difficult.
0: Yeah, and then you find like one that's kind of like it, and then it's still it's not. It's never it, as good. It's never as and good. it doesn't live
1: up to the height exactly. And then it's just uncomfortable for everyone. So have some have thi- <laughs> some, have some sympathy have some for empathy. when you don't understand what the person is talking about. We've all been there. Totally. Okay. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, your turn. I'm gonna give a little recommendation for the English muffin. Okay, we're back to the English muffin. Yes, I'm feeling very passionate about it. Cut it open. Pop her in the toaster. <laughs> Take her out. <laughs> butter. You let the butter melt into little holes, into little crevices. okay. And then you just eat it.
1: <laughs> Courtney, I think that's how 90% of people <laughs> eat their English muffins. Well, you know what? Some people like to
0: spruce it up with some peanut butter, maybe some like jelly or something. But just, just keep it simple. Just keep it
1: simple, man. Normalize keeping it simple. More credit. Okay. okay. I mean, that's my favorite way to eat an English muffin. Yeah. So I'm with you it's on like that. A way to really appreciate the muffin of the English. Right. Gives it a, does it justice for yeah. sure.
0: It's like not being blinded by some other factors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay good everybody have an english muffin this week also take a sip of your alcoholic beverage if you're drinking every time we say normalize (laughs) prepare (laughs) yourself for this episode that (laughs) was good
0: that was good okay this episode you're required to be drinking an alcoholic beverage as you're listening
1: to it it'll be a lot more entertaining i think listen 9 a.m
0: 6 a.m put some baileys in your coffee
1: yeah, that was also a theme. I feel like just something about being at the lake, you wake up and you're like, mm, I want to drink. Yes.
0: It's I know. bad. We've been good, though. We haven't
1: done that. No, we haven't. We haven't even had like a sip of a Corona during work. No, I don't even think it's been before like 4 p.m. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it just feels like we're on island time, it does, you it, know? It yeah.
1: feels like fake life. Yeah. Everything's romanticized. Yeah. Even work from home, babe. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Next one. Talking about the weather. This was one of the things that sparked this. I feel like there is a negative connotation when you're talking about the weather with someone. It's you're in casual convo and everyone's like, oh, we had nothing to talk about. We're just, you know, talking about the weather. Personally, I love talking about the weather. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about the weather. Just because we're talking about the weather does not mean the conversation was boring or bland. And Courtney spilled her water because what else is new? (laughs) Guys, Courtney splashed an entire corona all over the wall.
0: Oh my god, did we check on that wall? Yeah, it's not stained. Perfect. Yeah.
1: But like, how does that happen? Only you. It exploded and it went like the ceiling, the wall. Yes. Everywhere. Back
0: to the weather. I said what I needed to say. I think that has come from like that's the default commonality that you can bring up, especially like working from home and on a Zoom call. It's like, oh, it's the weather like today where you are. It's just like an easy icebreaker. Yeah. But people just overuse it. And that's why. But you're right. You can talk about the weather. That's totally OK. Normalize being bad at your hobbies
1: shout out so shout out so if you know you know yes episode we should really f- brush up on our episode numbers episode i know this is episode 22 i'm pretty sure the one that was it our that wicked yeah meet our yes woman yes well
0: that's just something that i still haven't really implemented into my life Because obviously it's more fun when you're good at something, Mm -hmm. but we were talking about it tonight at dinner. I'm going to try to take up tennis because there's a tennis court right around my new
1: home. Yeah. And I play tennis with my friend Henry and I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea how to play tennis. I don't own a tennis racket. He just brings it for me and I run around and I hit some balls and I have the time of my life. Love that. So normalize being bad at your hobbies for sure. As long as you're having fun. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next one. ASMR. No. (laughs) Guys, so I let me know if you think we should do this. No. I think this podcast has potential to become an ASMR podcast. We can have a segment. It's called Strictly. Hold on. Let me do it in an ASMR tone. Strictly sounds. Hopefully that sounded cool. Strictly sounds if that didn't come through. (laughs) But guys, ASMR is cool. I think it can be a vibe. I see it on TikTok those lives like the bedtime ones, and they're tapping the mic, and it's so zen. So if you can do both, turned into
0: a strictly sound <laughs> podcast, yeah. Let me know if you'll listen to us. Yeah, it could just people be, be like say that we ma- have a good podcasting voice. It could just be an
1: extension of that. Like maybe I could like
0: burp into the mic or something.
1: Yeah, we could do a lot there. Um, <laughs> correction, I think people say you have a good podcasting voice. No, but. Regardless, I think I could really contribute more with some ASMR sounds. Okay, so stay tuned, y'all. Yeah, we might come back to that one. Yeah, that one. Okay, next. Let's normalize. Silence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a good one because I'm someone that really struggles when a room falls silent. I personally feel uncomfortable, and I, I get so worried that other people think it's awkward. Personally, me, myself, 90% of the time, I don't think that it's uncomfortable or awkward. But I'm so concerned with what everybody else was thinking. But if this was normalized, I could stop stressing about it. It's okay to sit in silence.
0: Yeah. Depends on, like, who it's with,
1: you know? Yeah. But do you have, like, examples of situations where you think it's okay and which where it's not okay? Well, I feel like I don't want to bring up work again. For example...
0: Maybe like you're on a date with someone, right? I feel like maybe a first date and there's like a gap in time and, and space and there's lack of words. There's silence. There's silence.
1: <laughs> I think like that's the word you were looking for.
0: Yeah. I kind of liked my definition. <laughs> I did too. I did too. But there's a silent gap, right? Right. I feel like it's more uncomfortable because when someone tries to fill the gap with nonsense, be just to fill the gap, because I feel like it's so obvious. It's like, if there's silence, I also think that's an indicator of, like, or if you are both okay with silence, I feel like that's an indicator of, like, comfort. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I understand as to why people do it, because it just... I feel like they're in their head and they're thinking about what other people's thinking and afraid of whatever. But I feel like it's almost better if you leave it silent until something actually of substance like comes to mind, comes to topic,
1: you know? I would 100% agree with that. But it, it's like you got to get comfortable with it. Yeah. And you got to normalize it. You have to <laughs> normalize it. Normalize, normalize, normalize. Three steps right there. Um, okay, next one. Leaving the night early but also arriving on time this is two in one i feel like you're seen as boring if you leave the night early you're out with the friends you have mm-hmm. to go home i think this is more normalized though than arriving on time what is up with people so there's a party mm-hmm. starts at eight what time are you arriving i know every single one of you just said 8 30 or 9 yeah nobody's arriving at eight there's a reason why there's a start time Yeah, Show up on time People
0: give start times like 30 minutes to an hour earlier Than they actually want people showing up Because they understand that people show up 30 minutes to an hour late No one wants to be the
1: first one Why though? I don't know I feel like it's fine We need to normalize being the first one Yeah You're punctual, you're on time, you're ready to party And you can get home before your bedtime True (laughs) That's like (laughs) win-win-win Okay
0: Normalize taking PTO Yes, I feel like that's something that people tend to kind of hold off on because maybe they feel like guilty, or maybe it they feel as if it would set them back in their career, whatever they're working towards. And people don't understand that they have PTO for a reason, and that like you need a break in order for you to like continue and not get some sort of burnout. And like I just took my first week of pto then like worked but like partly worked because i was on a different time zone than my regular one then i took another week off and that was like the most terrifying thing for me yeah so it's like oh my god like i look like i haven't worked in the past three weeks like oh my gosh like what is this gonna do whatever and it's like no Like, I needed that, and now I want to do something like that every single year. Like, take a bulk chunk of time off. We were even talking about this at dinner tonight. Like, some companies are structured as unlimited PTO, and it's, like, proven to be reverse psychology when people are given an unlimited amount. They don't even use as much as people do when they have, like, a set amount of PTO that they're given for every year. And it's just, like... Take the goddamn day. We're all yeah. people. Take the goddamn week like we're all people and that have lives outside of work. So like, get that in your system.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good one. I know Joe has unlimited PTO and he never takes vacation. Never ever ever. I always tend to use my vacation on like a long weekend or something because I'm so nervous to take a full week off. Mm-hmm. It's intimidating and you're so worried about what your manager or coworker is going to say. But, yeah, normalize
0: taking PTO. I also used to, like, ask my manager, like, hey, like, do you mind if I take, like, this day off? Like, whatever. And I feel like that is a courteous thing to do when, like... Oh, we have to do that. Projects that you work on. Yeah. I mean, I always tell my manager, but she, like told me one day she's like you don't have to ask me if you can like go to a doctor appointment like you don't have to ask me if you oh like can- uh, those things or no like you don't have to ask me if you to take a day out just spend time with your family while you're in florida maybe that's just like the manager that i have but mm. i feel like in my company culture it's like take your goddamn pto and like do what you want and this is not your priority
1: yeah no that's really good i think we have it written somewhere you um, have to ask if it's over a certain amount of days or something. Oh, okay. Well, then that which makes, makes sense. makes sense, yeah. But yeah, if it's a day here and there, I'll just throw it. We have like a team calendar and I yeah. throw it on and it's totally fine. Going off of that, normalize arriving to work late and leaving early. Yeah. I do this <laughs> a lot. And I realized that it was fine. Like if I'm getting into the office early one day... And I finish up my work for the day. I'm I'm going to leave a little early. Of course. Which was really intimidating at first because my manager gets there at, like, 7 and doesn't leave until 6. And I'm just simply not doing that. So 4.30 rolls around. I finished up my things. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to head home. Got to beat the traffic. And it's fine. Yeah. He has doesn't say a word. It's perfectly fine. needs to be normalized for sure.
0: This is, like, kind of a tangent. But going off of what you just said... I feel like it is taking me a while to realize that, like, I'm not the fresh meat at work or, like, I'm not – I they never even, like, made me feel that way. Yeah. But I still feel like I'm not, like, this professional human being that can, like, make their own choices or, like, do things without someone's approval or, like, guidance. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, like, when is that supposed to, like – sink in in. yeah
1: I don't know like do you feel that way or I feel like I just started feeling like I'm a professional human but only because I started meeting with our interns yeah and mentoring our new hires and I'm realizing in those conversations that I actually know know a lot lot more yeah (laughs) and I can answer their questions so Recently, I've just kind of been thinking to myself and telling myself, wait, you actually know this stuff. You've been in the job for two years. Kind of crazy. That's very wild. Yeah. It feels good, though. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know
0: that I know things and, like, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I'm just like, why do I still feel like a child? yeah in that setting i know and the the other crazy
1: thing is when we were let's say in college or even seniors in college we would look at people our age and be like wow they're they're so old they have together yeah they have everything together and no i i still feel so young
0: yeah i feel like i just don't give myself enough credit yeah for what i do
1: now okay uh, okay. This one's one of the ones that I also feel passionately about. Stop asking people what's new with you after not seeing them for a while. I know that's normal, but I feel like there's better questions to ask saying what's new with you. It's such a loaded question and it makes me feel so boring because I can't think of things on the spot. If I haven't seen someone for three weeks, what realistically has changed in three weeks? Nothing. My normal routine. I'm going to work. Going to the lake on the weekends. Still working out. That's my life. Yeah. Or it's like,
0: um, it's like similar to like, how are you? It's like, that's just like a, a formality question. Yeah. But it's like, what are you going to say? Like, if you're, you're just seeing each other in passing, like, are you going to say something other than good? Because you don't have enough time to go into any other response. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, how are you?
1: It's like, why do we do that i don't know that's so weird i don't know <laughs> that's like really weird nobody's like nobody's actually hi ha- hi like nice to see you hope all is well yeah how are you good how are you have you oh my god have you ever been um hi how are you good how are you good how are you you just asked how are you but yeah. because it just yes, flows off yeah. the tongue and i'm like wow that was so embarrassing <laughs> it's okay but yeah that that definitely has happened um all right wait let's get the work ones out of the way I feel like there were two more that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Something I feel passionately about as well. Why must we be so formal in corporate emails? I think it's so silly. It's all just a facade. Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I used that correctly. Um, if you were to see that person in the hallway and tell them the exact same thing, you wouldn't say it as formally. But I overthink every single email how I'm addressing them, if I'm using words that sound super professional and I go through all these checklists and I reread it, no joke, 20 times before I send it to just a coworker. Why do we need to do that? There needs to be a public service announcement saying we no longer need to do this. Just provide enough detail in the email to get it over with.
0: Why do I feel like you or someone else that's close to me got called out by manager one time for not being professional enough in an email,
1: I definitely did not, or else I would have probably burned myself alive.
0: <laughs> I feel like it was someone that we know, but I don't remember who. Oh but, my god, I don't know. But it could have been like to a client or something. But anyway, I'm I'm like with you. We're all humans. Like we'll get off of a f- of a Zoom, and then like all of a sudden you're talking in a completely different tone of voice, and like the follow up email, and it's just like for why? Yeah. I don't know. My favorite signature is to sign an email with cheers. I
1: think that's really cute. People my go to like, is best and just thank you. People are like,
0: are you like what? Like, are you like Australian or something? And I'm like, no, but I wish.
1: <laughs> no, but kind of. No, but like, you I, I can think, think a You can think that. <laughs> you want to hear my accent?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I promise no one wants to hear that. Hey,
1: where's the other work
0: one? And as I type it out in my head, I go, cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers! Wait, that's so you. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, next job-related one: normalize having a job that's just a job. Your job does not need to be your sole purpose for being on this earth. It doesn't need to be your passion. It can just be a job, and yeah. that's okay. That's what I'm. I'm learning.
0: Yeah, and I'm learning it a lot this trip. Yeah. Like, why is it we're not shutting their laptops? But literally, I had messages coming through till 8 p.m. I
1: feel like you tend to have, like, a later start to your day. Not that, like, you're not logging on. Like, you're still logged on. Yeah. But you're work seems to pick up in the afternoon which therefore seems to carry into the evening like mine tends to be meeting heavy in the morning
0: yeah it depends the problem is that I work with so many people in different time zones Yeah. so I like have meetings with my European teams in the morning and then I have like people in LA like later in the afternoon yeah that's hard it's crazy also like marketing is just such a meeting heavy career that and I feel like all women and we're all decisive and like we have like three meetings just to like brainstorm things and so it's like can someone just like make a decision please and that would drive me nuts do work yeah hyper specific ones
1: hyper specific do you want to tell your grape one grape yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right yeah. normalize <laughs>
0: trying out the grapes in the grocery store before you purchase the grape <laughs>
1: guys we're sitting on the deck today working from home courtney's like can you wash the bra- grapes and bring them out i'm like yeah sure bring them out i'm like wow these grapes are great and she was like yeah i i tried do you say you tried it yeah, today yeah yeah like, yeah. i tried them they're good and i was like "Wait." and she was like wait don't you guys try your grapes before buying them and i was like courtney what she was like yeah i got called out once
0: to get called out. I, I seriously have thought this has been like a normal thing my entire existence until one day I was at the grocery store by myself and you know I took a grape from one bag and then I maybe I took a grape from <laughs> from another bag. And this girl literally, this older woman just like looked me up and down like I was like killing a baby dog or something a pu. <laughs> like I was just doing something so wrong. And I just, like, she looked at me, like, what are you doing? And I looked at her, like, what are you looking at, (laughs) ma'am? And from that moment, I honestly, like, never questioned it, like, never thought about it again. But then today I just brought it up, and that is definitely not something that's normalized. No, it's not. And
1: I don't know if it should be normalized. I don't think it should be either. Um, But... I'm really curious if anyone else, like, grew up with this, trying grapes in the store. Or if this is just a Denise So, upbringing. my thing
0: is, all of the grape bags specifically are open for the most part. They're not, like, sealed shut. It looks like people... I think my mom, Loki, used to like move them around. Like if she didn't want a whole huge bag of them, she'd like rip off some and put oh. some in.
1: <laughs> no wonder they're never closed. Denise is getting into all these great bags.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. I think other people do it too. Someone let me know that I'm not like crazy. Please. I need to know. But that makes sense. Like, you're not going to open up a strawberry container to try one in the grocery store. Like, that's fucked up. Also, they're dirty. So I don't know. I don't know why she was looking at me like that. Maybe because it was dirt. A lot of things. A lot of things.
1: It just also surprises me because you specifically told me to wash the grapes today. Well, yeah. And then you were telling me you were trying them in the store (laughs) where they were definitely not washed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But it's not a bad um, business venture business proposal idea to be able to try before you buy food how many times have you bought something at the grocery store and then you bring it home and you're like wow these these aren't good yeah.
0: they should have samples you know
1: that's true yeah so it's i mean i get it i get it okay moving on from grapes um should we do another hyper specific one mhm we could stay on the food topic Yep. Eating with your fingers when it's not necessarily e- finger food. I feel like that was
0: a dig. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer eating. Your, it's more precise. It's more direct. It's more efficient. Oh. Eating with your hands sometimes. Yeah. My mom finds it appalling because I'll, like, literally put my hand into, like, a thing of pasta and, like, grab a singular piece of penne.
1: I do that, too. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. It's more What, efficient. am I going to go dirty a fork? Yeah, no. My hands are clean most or like of the
0: time. another one, like normalize just eating pickles.
1: Out of the jar without a fork.
0: Yeah, it's yes. fine. Yes. I feel like some people, I feel like your family loves pickles. I'm yeah. the only person in my family that likes pickles, and I feel like most people don't like pickles. Well,
1: I, don't I don't know. know. I, I'm not sure what that 50-50 split is. We can put a poll out there. Okay. I'd be curious to know. But yeah, I think it's okay to eat with your
0: hands. One thing that like really ticks people off, I like to eat like pancakes or waffles with my hands. I do too. Cause then I dip it in the syrup, and it's just I don't like even
1: dip in the syrup. I don't know why, but I I prefer that.
0: I like literally rip it like mm-hmm. a cave woman. Now dip I'm not doing this in
1: public though. I'm doing this when I make pancakes yes, at home. Me too. Me too. But yeah, I'm fine with it. If I ever eat with any of you. You are more than welcome to eat with your fingers. Um, okay, this one is maybe hyper-specific to me, but posting a lot on social media, but not trying to be an influencer. Like, there's so many people that just because they don't post a lot on social media, they see and follow me and the amount of times I've heard, oh, Ashley's going to be an influencer one day. Oh, Ashley's trying to do this. Oh, you're on your way to doing that. Like, stop. <laughs> Social media is supposed to be for you to express yourself and post whatever you want. Just because I post a lot and my content is absolutely stunning and fabulous and everything of the sort. Very influencer-esque. Doesn't mean that that's like... You're the it makes goal. Me, Yeah, it makes me like not want to post. Yeah. Which is weird. And I don't like it. Normalize using social media for what it's for, just posting whatever you want.
0: No, I get that. That is very hyper specific to you. Yeah. Cuz you just really produce like influencer quality content. Yeah. You know.
1: Sometimes. And I feel like you wouldn't But hate then it deters it it me happened. from like
0: posting other things. I feel like you wouldn't hate it if it happened naturally, but that's not your goal. No. And you always talk about how you wouldn't like it if it actually were to happen because, like, you wouldn't want the pressure and, like, your life super, like, publicized and, like. Yeah. I don't know if I said this on the pod,
1: but. Um, I had to make a video for, like, a brand, and it was the most stressful video I've made ever. Like, it stresses me out so much because when I create videos and take photos or whatever it may be and put it on out into the world it's for me so it's up to my quality standards and producing content for somebody else is so much pressure because i have no i'm just sending this in an email and waiting for feedback back and it i hated it like i was a stress ball it was not fun at all but i know you're not cut out for that life then i know like maybe it just comes with time but it was very stressful i prefer to just create content for myself I feel like as you get bigger, the less you they
0: actually care about the quality of it because they just brands just want their like reach, you know. Yeah, this is true. This is also true. There's more pressure when you're starting and trying to prove yourself.
1: I completely agree, and that goes for everything and anything. Normally, it's being pale. This is a hot take, but I'm a pale gal, and I hate self tanning. But there is so much pressure to be tan. And I I feel and look so much more beautiful when I am tan. But if society would just stop (laughs) saying that you need to be so tan. This comes from my family. Because half of my family gets so dark in five minutes of sun. And it, it just takes me a little longer.
0: Yeah. I've also felt that pressure growing up in South Florida. Like everyone's Hispanic for the most part. And they just naturally have amazing skin dark complexions. And I was always that little blonde American girl that had to compete with that. And I was literally known as the white girl. So <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um But no, funny story in sixth grade or seventh grade, like I just wanted to be tanned so badly. And I was able to be tanned all times of the year because of the weather. Yeah. And I like literally burned myself so bad because I would just like wear oil and I got a burn on top of a burn on top of a burn. I peeled like five times, and then I've never been able to get as dark as I used to get ever again in certain areas. Really, of my, body. my face never gets the same color as the rest of my body when it used to. Hmm. Random parts of like my arm, like my shoulders and back, like. It just like so weird. I sometimes it looks like I have a farmer's tan, but it's just because that area of my body doesn't get as tan as the rest of my body anymore. Interesting.
1: Sun damage.
0: The more you know. Scary terrifying but look you're gonna have more beautiful glowing skin than the rest of us that's what i'm older. telling
1: myself see and i'm saying this now as i used to literally go in a tanning bed every single day in college yeah so yeah we're growing up a little bit but also i stay out of the sun because i'm getting laser on my legs mm. and my legs cannot see the sun and it's really difficult to tan your upper body when your lower body cannot be in the sun it's hot out there
0: Wait, so that's why you were, like, underneath the awning partly today? Yes. That's why I was laying
1: upside down and my legs were in the shade and only my top half. But it's tough to do. Yeah, no, like, you're upside down. (laughs) Yeah, so it's definitely been a pale girl summer. And the worst part is you can't self-tan two weeks before. So I just don't really self-tan because what's the point? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a tough life out here. So tough. First world problems. (laughs) So tough.
0: So tough. This is a hot take. But normalize, like, being friends with
1: exes. I don't think it's weird to be friends with your ex, but I do think it depends on how the relationship went. I think if you had a very toxic relationship and then you still tried to be friends, I think there's some sort of pull the what if yep, because the your relationship yeah. was so toxic but if you generally genuinely just ended on good terms and you still think so highly of the person and yeah i have exes that i still feel like are my cheerleaders in in a way like yeah they're always rooting for me like supportive totally. reaching out still say happy birthday and i do the same to them and like i'll see them thriving in life and it makes me really happy and i don't think totally. there's any issue with that i know
0: my thought is, like, you just never want to leave off on bad terms with anyone. Yeah. And so, like, you can say happy birthday. <laughs> like, yeah. You can, like, comment on each other's lives. Like, you were once, maybe you, like, were close with the family or, like, whatever it was. And there's no reason why you need to sever ties entirely. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I, that does not work for everyone, um, especially if, like, the feeling wasn't mutual when you guys ended things or whatever it is. Um, but I feel like you can be
1: friends if, I think it's a line though. So if courts crush was friends with his ex, how would you feel?
0: I feel like I don't know enough about like the relationship to like make an
1: informed decision right now,
0: but I feel like, like they didn't really end on good terms. So I feel like they, that would just not never be the case. Mm hmm. But, I'm trying to think in past relationships. It would it would probably make me feel a little bit on edge, but also at the same time, like, they broke up for a reason. hmm Like, they weren't meant to be together. So, I feel like as long as you think of it like that, then I wouldn't be too bothered by it.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Um, I feel like I would be fine with it, but again, I think it totally depends on the person. So, I don't know too much about Joe's past relationship, but... From what he has told me, he's never once said a single bad thing. It just didn't work out. He said, like, straight up to me, I wish her the best. Like, I think she's an an amazing human. We just weren't right for each other. It just didn't work out. And, like, the way that he talks about her, I can tell. The way that he's mentioned her in the past, I can tell it's, like, I I genuinely think I'd be fine with them being friends. That's also like
0: such a green flag when someone talks highly of their ex definitely that's like the biggest red flag when someone's talking about how toxic they were or and if it was like multiple exes like oh my god i've been wrong so many times yeah because then there's some resentment or potentially
1: still some feelings or something like that totally that was a good hot take or good normalization but it depends. Mm-hmm. Don't be out here friending all your exes now. Yeah. Okay. Normalized knowing nothing about pop culture, <laughs> nothing relevant. This is also hyper specific to me. No, I feel that. I just don't keep up with those things, and it's hard because I I think every single other person on the planet does when you're in shoes like mine. <laughs> and I think it can be normalized. There are some people that just don't aren't on the celebrity train. And that's okay. Got to normalize it. Totally. Same with politics.
0: Yeah. That I wish I knew a little bit more about, but.
1: I do and I don't. People get, so every time somebody brings up politics, I like roll my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I have no interest in really discussing this. Maybe that's just me not being informed enough. I probably should care a little more than I do. But, eh, not a priority for me. That's
0: totally okay. Okay. Okay, normalize outfit repeating, Uh, especially now that we're out of college and like fast fashion. I think we're just both more mm, like I wouldn't say that we're necessarily sustainable, but like we just care less about what we're wearing and if it's trendy. Yeah. And like we're a little bit more like conscious of. Like our closets and like what's in it, and like we're constantly trying to figure out how to use kind of what we have. Because honestly, just as you get older and you accumulate all these things, like you just get so sick of it.
1: Yeah, you don't have the space. It's so expensive.
0: Yeah, it's wear the clothes you have. Wear the clothes you have, and then also if you like an outfit or you have a favorite hoodie, because it's like makes you feel so amazing and one with the fuzz then wear it over and over again.
1: Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, you do you, bro. Yeah. And that goes into another normalization. Just wear whatever you want. Just wear what's comfortable. Don't go with the trends. We don't need to do this. Needs to be normalized. I've been trying to just step away from the trends and truly just wear whatever I feel good in, whatever I think looks cute, and not be so concerned with what everybody else is thinking. And I wore... If you know, you know. But my Free People pants, they're, like, kind of funky and weird. And I think the average person would never think to wear them. And I wore them out one night. I felt so good. I was so comfortable. And I literally got, like, ten compliments that night. Because
0: they were so different.
1: Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for just when you're so comfortable. I think you exude a certain amount of confidence.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. It's just nice. This leads me to something else. Like... Why is it that when a group of girls are about to go out together, they have to send in a group chat a photo of what their outfit is that they can all, like, be relatively within the same theme?
1: Yes. Why is that? I feel that. I always feel
0: that pressure. It's like, oh, well, if everyone's wearing jeans, then I'm not going to wear, like, this skirt or this dress. Yeah. But it's like why must you be one of the same? Like, right. wear would you want to wear, and why are you going to feel uncomfortable if you're not dressed similarly?
1: I feel like you did that tonight. You put on the cutest blue dress. No, I just felt uncomfortable in it. Okay, never mind. <laughs>
0: but I did. I, you, you, seeing what you were wearing reminded me that I had that as an option that I completely forgot right. about. Right, but right. yeah, no, that's a that's like a perfect example. I was wearing a dress, and then I changed into something else, but yeah. the dress just wasn't very flattering on me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dress. It was such a pretty color.
1: Good. Normalized? This one's this one's deep. Growing out of friendships. Oh, hi. I think this is a really difficult one, uh, but something that just needs to be normalized and not seen so much as, like oh, tragic. why did this end? Why don't we hang out? Why is it? Like, it's okay to just outgrow friendships. And it's not saying it was for any reason. Mm-hmm. It's just people are naturally developing into their own selves and like going down a different path and maybe you guys don't align at that moment but it's normal it's so normal and it, you don't have to have a big blowout you don't even have to have a conversation about it and it's not saying oh my god I haven't seen this person in forever I can never see them again like yeah you guys can pick up right where you left off but just normalize that
0: yeah and I feel like a lot of people that don't normalize that just get very salty yeah and that contributes to the growing apart because it's like, oh, some people are more sensitive of like, oh, my gosh, I haven't heard from this person. This person hasn't reached out to me in like X amount of time. And so now I'm I'm just going to be salty and not say anything about it. But then when you're together, just make it uncomfortable and make comments like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, what the hell? Yes. And then it's just like, well, now I just feel uncomfortable. And why do you have to bring that up? And now I like don't want to be here because.
1: Yep. <laughs> Nope. I Wait, this brings me to another one that I feel like is hyper-specific to you. Normalize not answering texts, but ans- posting on social media and or answering via social media. I feel like you do this. I think I have a better chance of reaching, reaching you via Instagram. And it's something that took me some time to learn. But I know that's your communication style and it's fine. It's normal for you. It doesn't mean anything. But people get really hurt about that. Oh, I know. Or if they see you post on social media, but you haven't gotten to their text yet. I know. Not everybody answers text right away.
0: All right. Normalize understanding that people have different ways of communicating. Yeah. And also normalize people having different love languages. Yes, this is true. This is hard. It's very, it's very difficult, but, but it's like, normal. you can not change a person you just like normalize, like people just being different than you and you having to like understand that someone's not going to act the way that you typically act and like know that that's okay and that you can come up with some sort of compromise.
1: Yeah. And I think that even goes to not just love languages, but like you said, people just being different. Yeah. I think I've been realizing that recently and I used to, someone used to say, let's say An opinion that I may not agree with and it's okay to not everybody doesn't think like you we are all completely different human beings and it's totally okay and I it's kind of been very refreshing in my mind I'm like oh that's kind of cool you feel this way I don't feel that way but that's what makes you you and I can accept that it has absolutely nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice
0: yeah Normalize making plans in the social setting and not following through. This is hyper specific to this me. Is, I was going to say, is this a dig at me?
1: Oh, no. I wrote that down for me because <laughs> Joe gets so mad. He, he, I do it every single time I'm out. Me too. I can't help it. I don't know what comes over me. Yeah, it's because I'm, like, I'm having uh, so much fun in the moment and I'm like, yes, let's do uh, yes, this next I'll week. S- yes, I'll see you at brunch tomorrow, I'll see you at 10 br- a.m. Like, like, no. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. I have a whole list. We come up with all these plans, but just no 50-50. It's a 50-50 shot, but there is a 50% chance that I will not, I will feel differently in the morning.
0: Yeah. Wait, that's such a good one. That was literally me, um, Saturday when you went over to Gab's rooftop. Yeah. I literally, before I went out that night, I made a, a whole like plan to spend the day with Quartz, Cru- or Quartz Crush the next day. And- I th- That plan didn't even go according to plan. Yep. But then I was just like, well, I do want to go to Gabby's, but I also made a prior commitment. Yeah. And then I'm just like torn. And it's like, how do I do something that's not going to disappoint both parties?
1: I think we just need to
0: be I, honest,
1: maybe. Yeah. Just normalize, do whatever, normalize, normalize doing, whatever doing whatever you want in the moment want. and yeah. not worrying about anyone else's feelings. And if this was accepted... Yeah. Then nobody's feelings would be hurt. Yeah. Because we're all just doing what we want in the moment. Seriously. And that leads me to my next point. I don't even want to say normalize anymore. I don't ever want to say this word again after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, But changing your mind. It's so okay to change your mind just because you could feel so strongly about something one day. And whether it's a day, a month, a year, five years later... You can feel the complete opposite, and that's okay. You don't have to stick with that persona. No one's holding a gun to your head. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, like, not even the sense of like changing your mind, but like, it's okay to feel like you like hate the world and everything in your life one day, and then like love the world the next day.
1: You want to talk about something? <laughs>
0: Yes, but I can't on the
1: microphone.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I'm realizing that we've been talking for quite some time already, and uh, our significant others are patiently waiting for us upstairs. So let's get into the listener write-ins. Let's do it. Someone wrote in ice and milk, and that just hits to another level.
1: This this hits zero levels to me. (laughs) I...
0: If I'm going to drink milk, I want that shit super cold, like ice cold. But if you put the ice in the milk, then you must chug the milk other before the ice melts and your milk becomes diluted.
1: Period. This makes my stomach turn <laughs> thinking about drinking a glass of milk. Um, do you have certain situations where you drink milk or is it just when you crave it or is it only with cookies or... It's What's when I crave
0: it. It typically happens when I'm at my childhood home because I used to drink milk, like, with dinner growing up and, like, Strong whatever. bones. Str- Apparently. And so my parents just, like, know that that was just, like, a thing of mine. So when, before I come home, they buy me, like, a little carton of milk. To, like, it's in the fridge for me to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, holy shit, I haven't had this in months. And then I have the best night of my life.
1: <sighs> okay. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We love some cows' milk every once in a while. Yeah,
1: I guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I'm not a milk no, girl. No one knows. No one actually likes milk. I, I don't think.
1: Where okay. You? Next one, not being quote that girl. I
0: That's feel like true. this
1: trend came and went so quick. I know because it was oh my god, yes, absolutely, I want to be this, and then everyone at the same time was like. This is so unattainable, and I actually don't enjoy doing all these things. It's more stressful than beneficial. Well, now I think the version of that girl
0: is people doing whatever they want. Like, I think that there's, like, a new definition of it. Yeah. So I'm for that, but just not, like, the pressure around being a certain way. Yeah. Posting both flattering and unflattering angles. I I, like this one. I like this a lot. Honestly, like it reminds me of Charlie D'Amelio. Like she posts like photo dumps all the time or like Emma Chamberlain photo dumps all the time. Like the last photo is like a silly one or like that the outtake like it wasn't great or I follow this girl on Instagram her previous handle. She changed it. I don't even know what it is now, but I found her when she was defining fitness and she would she was like a, a not a bodybuilder, but like a gym girly and then she would just juxtapose like her posing self with her actual like standing normally and it just shows like how the angles are everything and i just think it normalizes people (laughs) on social media and what's attainable versus what's not versus what's good lighting
1: yeah i like that trend saying no frequently yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, saying no frequently. I think this is important. This does need to be normalized. Um, I think a lot of people have a hard time saying no. I used to be the say yes to absolutely everything, even if I don't want to do it. But this goes back to I think just doing what you want to do. Data. No, don't actually include Johnny, if you're listening, that one's for you. Normalize data. Do you say you say data? I don't know what just came out of my mouth. I say data. data.
0: I think it, it depends on the schmood, you know? Yeah. is not washing your towels after one use. We're just drying off of our clean bodies. <laughs>
1: I like this a lot. So I grew up in a household where we... I would use a towel one time and it would go in the laundry. Yeah. My... I thought that was normal.
0: I will literally be sitting in a towel, like, waiting for myself to dry, just not in a rush, My mom would be doing a load of laundry and, like, make me, like, give the towel that's on my back to wash it.
1: Why is that? I don't know. I
0: think it's a generational thing. I don't really know. Maybe. That's expensive,
1: though. Yeah, especially when we got to college and you had to pay to do laundry. No. I, like, no. We're already clean. We're literally just drying ourselves clean. I don't know. I don't get it. I really like that one. That's a good one. Talking about periods feel like this is kind of normalized. I think it
0: is more so today, especially with everything that's going on in the world.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever been one to shy away from period talk. Yeah. It doesn't really cringe. or doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, so. It's, like, wild to me.
0: Like, it really is generational. Like, my dad cannot even, like, see a box of, like, tampons in my house without him getting, like, skeeved out. It's, like, really? almost, like, immature. It's, like... Why is, why is that so disgusting to you? It's like you birthed this and like <laughs> my mom, like, come on, like, come on. You're almost 60. Yeah. Like periods shouldn't be something that's disgusting to you. That's like, it's natural. Sorry, dad.
1: <laughs> 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 I remember I was on vacation with my family and actually I think this was on New Year's. Um. And I got my period, and I just, like, was not feeling all that great. And I was, like, talking to my mom, and I was like, oh, I just got my period. Like, I'm not feeling good about it. And then my dad, we're, like, swimming in the ocean, and we're, like, talking. And he goes, so, so you got your period. Are are you feeling okay? I was, like, kind of touched that my dad, like, brought it up and was checking in on me. But, like, the hushed tone, like, the concern in his voice, it was so, like, not normal for him to... Like, he, you could tell he felt a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is just funny. It is
0: funny. Dads are just funny. We could have a whole topic about dads.
1: Yeah. I think um, this topic goes with women right now. We need to train all the men in our lives that it's normal. I think... Joe, for example, used to cringe at period talk, and now it's like second nature to him. Yeah. So this is,
0: we're going to change this, ladies. Normalized guys getting vasectomies. Oh, oh, baby, don't (laughs) even get me started. No, I only said that for Ashley.
1: (laughs) I feel so passionately about this. Joe's going to get one, I think. Normalized
0: guys just, like, caring more
1: about like women's reproductive
0: health and like maybe them taking some more action to help us out in that contraceptive department and being more responsible.
1: Don't have to tell me twice. Mm -hmm. That may be something I campaign for. That may be the only protest I participate in. (laughs) (laughs) It gets me so heated. Normalize. Wait, did we already say being wrong? Okay. Normalize being wrong. I think this is so difficult for so many people to admit when you're wrong but it's so much better when you everybody realizes they're wrong they just don't want to own up to it but you look like so much of a bigger person when you can admit that you were wrong yeah it helps all parties involved you never
0: want to look like a sore <clears throat> well you never want to look like a sore loser i feel like that's how they come off of like yes. They're just so headstrong, like they refuse to acknowledge that they're that they're not right. Like you just look like a weenie. Normalize, not wearing a bra.
1: Yes. Free I the nip. Didn't wear a bra tonight to dinner, not wearing a bra now. Yeah. This is definitely something that's more normal.
0: Yeah. But I'm all for this. Like free the nip. The puppies deserve to breathe. The puppies.
1: Okay. <laughs> It reminds me of dogs, when people call their toes dogs. Uh, what? Somebody told me that the other day, and now it's it's all reminding for you, page once again. Yeah, like, dogs are out. Oh, my God. I you can't know. think of, like, a good example of how it would be brought up, but yeah, people say that.
0: My mom commented on our last Instagram reel that we released for last episode, and she said, are you hiding your unpanicured toenails? so unbranded or on brand. unpanicured unpedicured, unpedicured toenails
1: <laughs> my toenails guys i have the ugliest toenail color on right now it was my biggest regret i've had recently i was
0: afraid i was gonna regret this color i actually really
1: like that color court has on like this light pretty green i have on what would you even call this uh it's like a gray a grayish taupe blue top. but i don't know if it's just because i'm pale or what, I think but that's it, it, it just washes me out and it is so ugly. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to go get them done again. Pedicures are expensive. So expensive. So
0: expensive. Being Where a woman is difficult. Where do you go?
1: I go on Newbury Street. I'm blanking on the name. I've
0: been, no, I had to like call around and ask like prices of places because I was like, this, I'm not paying. I called one place and a manicure was $70, a, reg-
1: a regular manicure, a gel manicure. Mm, no, you need to go to Paris Nails, too, and see Anna. Oh, yeah, I know. For all your manicure needs. No, I know, but it was just, like, wild. I'm just, like, I'm calling every single place till I find a price that I want.
0: Yeah. It's like there's no reason.
1: No, I go, I want to say it's, like, 60 for a pedicure, but I do gel on my toes, and I will say they give me water, they'll talk to me if I want to talk to them they won't say a word if I don't want to talk to them they do like a nice scrub and I'm honestly in there for 45 minutes to an hour and I believe that's worth it yeah there's nothing worse than a rushed pedicure
0: yeah like I want to get sure. my feet
1: rubbed for sure for sure normalize foot fetishes I was just gonna say. when you're on Normalized the receiving your- end <laughs> I definitely have a foot fetish in the sense that I love to have my feet touched
0: You're making me think of my fetish now.
1: What's your fetish? Popping pimples.
0: Oh, for sure. Normalize popping other people's pimples if necessary. I love it. It's So good. Anyway, it's getting weird. It's getting funky. Yeah, it's getting
1: past our bedtime. It's very much past our bedtime. So things are entering into a weird era.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, wait. (laughs) This is a good one to end on. Okay. Okay, we have a very last one. Saying goodnight but not going to sleep like us right right now now. (laughs) we're gonna say goodnight to you guys and then we're not gonna go to sleep but (laughs) we're gonna go continue on in our night
0: (laughs) so at this point in your listening journey you should be level seven of drunk
1: (laughs) honestly definitely level 10 we've reached the max um (laughs) If anybody wants to go back and count how many times we said normalize, you will get a prize. We'll get you. A, you can do both. Hat. Yeah. There you go. If anybody can tell us the accurate number of times that we said normalize, we will g- gift you a, you can do both. Hat.
0: Well, we love you so much. Thank you for listening to episode number 22. 22. My favorite number. Are you positive? Uh, It's definitely 22 because I would have known if the last one was 22.
1: Okay. Angel number vibes.
0: Yep, episode twenty
1: two. Oh, you're so good. I know. Let us know if you want to do us to do an episode of things that should not be normalized. I um, like that. We can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know. <laughs> and on that note, ciao, bye. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Illy XOXO YCBB. Oh, 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 oh,